When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jay Scott, and it is the Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Thank you for tuning in on this Saturday, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Hope you are getting your turkeys ready and your sweet potatoes and your stuffing and you're preparing yourself for the dreaded family members that you're going to be mingling with from now until the new year. Thanksgiving's always that beginning of that phase, right? You're always excited to see family for Thanksgiving, and then by the new year, you're like tired of everybody, or at least I am. But anyway, thanks again for tuning in. We are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, the great network of music-related podcasts and the official podcast of Metallica. So check that out and more on the Pantheon Podcast platform at pantheonpodcast.com and find them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pantheon Pods. Don't forget to write us a review on any of the podcast platforms that you listen to us and that you subscribe to. Don't forget to set your app to automatic download so you get the latest episodes right to your phone. And you get to enjoy all the old ones, too, as well. The previous guests that we've had this year include Nita Strauss, Dax Nielsen, George Lynch, Don Dockin, Tracy Guns, talking the great Eddie Van Halen and the relationship and friendship that he had. That's a great episode. Don Dawkins got picked up by Blabbermouth and Loudwire 
and he broke the news about the Doc and Netflix movie on our podcast, and George Lynch, who's always engaging and always fun to talk to, and some new bands like Parker Barrow, Green Lung, King Falcon, and Grace Bowers, the 17-year-old guitar prodigy who recently played at Eric Clapton's Crossroads Festival, which is an amazing talent there. We welcome Andrew Daly talking the legacy of Buddy Guy and what he's meant to music and what he's meant to so many bands and the impact. I mean, music would not sound the same if there was no Buddy Guy. That's just an, a fact. That's not an opinion. Uh, we also just welcome Diamante talking her new single, 1987. Loved everything about the conversation with her. I love it when I have a, a, a discussion with an artist that it feels more like a conversation than an interview. And that's certainly the case with the latest chat with Diamante talk, talking to her about her single 1987, her freedom to create music, which recently changed with her last album that, that she became an independent artist and kind of a little bit of behind the scenes, look at what the music business is like in certain areas. So check that out as well. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Hook Rocks. And today's episode is a recap of all the shows and concerts that I've attended in the month of November. Some great shows over the last few weeks, starting with The Marvelous Three on November 3rd at the House of Blues in Chicago. You guys know I'm a huge Butch Walker fan, one of my favorite artists. He's on my bucket list of people to interview for this show just uh, i've connected with his music so much over the years and the things he writes about really sometimes i feel about he's writing about my life like he's got like this camera on me because it's it's such a connection that i have and i really do enjoy it and this is the first time i saw marvelous three which was his band that he previously had before he really went into producing bands like the struts artists like pink Keith Urban, and many others. He's done so much work on the production side or on the producing side of things. So seeing Marvelous 3, I've never seen them. Uh, I have friends that did way back when. And a few years ago, none of us thought there was ever going to be a reunion because Butch was doing his own thing and wanted to keep producing and and keep doing his solo albums, which I think he's still going to do. But I think there was a 30th anniversary or 20th anniversary, whatever it was, probably 30th anniversary for the Hey album, which w- featured Freak of the Week, which is their big hit back in the day. And they put the band back together and they did shows in Atlanta, Georgia, where they're from, and two nights in Chicago at the House of Blues. And like I said, I've never seen the House of Blues that packed. Like, you could not move. It was Asses to elbows. I went to the bathroom during one of the songs. I couldn't hold it anymore. I'm 48. Can't, I don't have the, the bladder of a 25 year old anymore. So I'm, I went through the crowd and that was like, that should have been like a reality show just in itself. Just getting through the crowd. I felt like I was on like that American Ninja show that they had, like with the obstacle course. And I got to the bathroom and I decided to not go back to my to where I was standing with my buddy who I was with because it was just going to be too much to go through it. But it was a fantastic show to see that band that has meant a lot to me. Again, playing catch up once I discovered 
Butch Walker's solo career and solo music. Marvelous Three is just a fun band. And I say this on social media that they're one of the best bands ever. And people, certain people scoff at that. Like, what are you talking about? I never heard of this band. People, let me just say one thing. Just because something isn't popular, right? Just because you don't know them doesn't mean it's not good, right? And there's a lot of factors that go into why someone is popular, especially these days in the music business. And the music world was changing when they came out. And they were a little bit ahead of their time with their style of music. But they are one of the greatest bands ever. And they're one of the greatest live acts ever. Butch Walker is one of the best live performers ever. And I've been to probably close to a thousand concerts in my lifetime. Now, maybe that's a little much. Maybe at least like 500, right? And he's just an amazing performer. And the band sounded amazing. Marvelous 3 sounded just completely kick-ass. It was great to see all, all of them up and and uh, performing and they did pretty much all the songs that I wanted them to do except for the one song lemonade I really wanted them to play but other than that so much energy the production was phenomenal I mean they did everything from Grant Park to Little Head to Freak of the Week Let Me Go you name it they played a cigarette letter love song You're So Yesterday which they opened up with it just made you made you feel good. And that's the music of Marvelous 3. It's feel-good music. You cannot be in a bad mood listening to Marvelous 3. Similar to Van Halen. You know, we were going through the pandemic. I had some friends of mine who have kids that are a little younger than my son or my son's age. They were telling me how much their kids were struggling. And, you know, my kid was struggling too. And I said at one point, have you tried Van Halen? Listen to some Van Halen. Put on some Van Halen in the house while everybody's there. You might find that you might uh, have a little fun. But Marvelous 3 has that same type of fun vibe to their music. There's a lot of tongue-in-cheek lyrics, big swinging hooks, fantastic melodies. It's just incredible. They just released a new album titled Four. It's their fourth album. But check out other songs and their, their other albums in their catalog, starting with the Hey album and then Ready, Sex, Go, which is my favorite of the four releases. And then Math and Other Problems, which is their first record that no, not a lot of people talk about, but it's a fantastic album as well. I love the song Valium, which is another song I wish I would have played, but you can't have everything in life. But check out their albums on Spotify. Check out their their uh, albums on their webpage. I think Ready, Sex, Go, the Hey album, and the new album, 4, are all available on vinyl. Just a fantastic band. And even though they haven't been around in a, in a while, since the late 90s, it's never too late to discover music and discover bands of the past and discover the music. And that's going to lead you into Butch Walker's music whether you start with Left of Self-Centered or Letters into Sycamore Meadows, which to me is one of my personal favorite albums of all time. That song really connected me to Butch. I was going through a divorce at that time, and I thought he was speaking directly to me when I hear that music. And that's when you know you have a really great connection. 
again, great production. They sounded amazing. The crowd was absolutely fantastic, singing along to every word of every song. Like I said, I'd never seen the House of Blues that packed before. It was an absolute madhouse. It was fun. It was great. I hope they play again. I hope they do something in the future, whether it's in Nashville, whether it's back in Chicago, whether it's in L.A., wherever. I know there's a lot of people that really do want to see them, including my 18-year-old son who loves them as well. That was his first concert. was a Butch Walker show when he was five. So I hope they do. And I think it'd be really cool if they would continue it, not with a big tour all over the country, but maybe a city or two every year, every other year. You know, they did Atlanta and Chicago. Maybe next year they do Nashville, L.A., or two years from now they do Nashville and L.A., or whatever it is. I, I think there are certain places where Marvelous 3 will draw very well because their fan base is, is, is very big in these areas, and it'll draw people from other parts of the country. But I do hope that they they do it again. And then on to November 9th at the Great Vic Theater in Chicago with Mammoth WVH. I missed Nita Strauss on that show. Traffic going down there was just a bitch. And got up into the Vic Theater just as she was finishing. Really disappointed because I really wanted to see her, and I will make it a point to get to one of her shows next time she comes around to Chicago. But what can I say about Wolfgang, man? He's just incredible. They sounded absolutely amazing. I I love watching him play. This is the third time I've seen him now. I saw him at one of his secret shows, I believe before the album was released, in West Dundee at this place called The Rock House. And then I saw him with Dirty Honey at the House of Blues, and now this is the third time I've seen him. Just an amazing talent, amazing sounding band. Both albums that he's put out have just been incredible. And I heard a conversation of two people my age as we were waiting for them to come on, waiting for Mammoth to come on, saying to themselves, I wonder what Van Halen songs they're going to play. People, let's just stop at this point, okay? He's not going to do that. He's forging his own path. He is creating his own music. He doesn't want to, the, to for that to be a part of his shows or why people come see him. He wants people to come see him on his own merit. And it's there. The merit is there. His songs are incredible. Just fantastic. Did a lot of the new stuff. He did Think It Over. Epiphany, which are my two favorites from the first album. Think It Over a song that my son and I connected on. So I was, I was, it was great to see that or great to hear that rather. And then of course, off of his latest album, which is mammoth two, he did another celebration at the end of the world, which came out great. Sounded awesome. He did the optimist waiting, did a lot of songs off the album. It was a great performance. The band sounded fantastic. The mix was perfect at the Vic. The Vic is a great theater in Chicago. In fact, if I had a choice between the Vic, the Riv, and the Aragon, I would want the artist to play at the Vic, to be honest with you. It's just a cool venue. It's easy to get in and out of. It's easy to get to. And, yeah, I'm just happy that he played there. Disappointed I saw. I didn't see Nita Strauss. But I think there's still dates going on with Mammoth and his tour, Wolfgang and his tour. Um, So hit the cities where 
He is playing. You will not regret it. And check out his music. If you haven't already or if you've only given it a casual listen, deep dive into it. You will not be disappointed. Fantastic show. The crowd was great. Again, Chicago always brings it with the atmosphere, with the crowd. We're pretty uh, rambunctious, so to speak, and we really get into it. We sing along. And I like to think that we make the artists welcome, as we did with Marvelous 3 and as the crowd did with Mammoth WVH. So fantastic show. Like I said, if there's tour dates remaining on this leg, please go and see him and keep an eye on his website and his social media for more dates to be announced into next year. I know he's coming with Metallica to Chicago in the summer at Soldier Field. I think he's doing one night at Soldier Field with with Metallica. I know my son wants to go. He'll probably go with with all his friends. I'm I'm kind of done doing the big stadiums and arenas at this point. I like the smaller gigs. I like the smaller shows. But hey, if that's the only place where you can go see him, go check him out. Metallica is going to be fantastic and solo man with WVH. Great band, great songs. On to November 13th with Dirty Honey at Concord Hall. Another amazing show. Austin Mead was the opener. Artist from Austin, Texas. Did a fantastic job. But Dirty Honey, man, killed it. Absolutely killed it. Again, another band that I've seen a couple times before. Uh, once opening up for the Black Crows. The other time with Mammoth WVH at the same show at uh, the House of Blues that I attended. And their new album is just absolutely phenomenal. Can't Find the Breaks is a must-get, as well as Mammoth WVH's new album for 2023. Both fantastic records. I had a great conversation with John Notto a couple weeks ago, and we talked about the recording process and what was different about this album than the other albums that they've done, the full-length album, the EP prior to that. And they are growing as a band. And I always love when that happens. I love when you hear growth and evolution in their music. And, you know, to someone that may not be listening or just a casual listener, you're not going to hear the subtlety in Justin's playing bass and John's guitar playing and a couple of different approaches that Mark took as well. That's the growth that I'm talking about. You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're doing it. They're really creating, they're really striving to get to the next level with every song that they do, every song they write and every album they put out and their performances show that. I mean, you seeing them first time with the black crows, I had tickets for two other shows prior to that, to see them once at the rock house where I saw mammoth WVH that I just mentioned and another show. I don't know if it was at the same place or another one, but I couldn't make it because of health reasons. I had something going on. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. And I finally saw them with the Black Crows. And then again, I, like I said, I just saw them at the House of Blues last year, the year before. I think it may have been the year before. I don't remember. But seeing them at a Concord Hall, again, tighter. A lot, a lot of synergy between the band and the crowd. Again, the crowd responding to them with singing along and roaring and cheering and really engaged with the band. And that's a great atmosphere to be a part of. That's why live music is so awesome. And they sound great, man. They sound fantastic. All three acts that I've talked about. Dirty Honey, Mammoth, WVH, Marvelous 3, all sound fantastic. They're all great bands. And again, if you're just waiting for these shows at these big stadiums with these big bands, these legacy artists that are only going to be around for another five, six years, you need to start getting into some of the new rock. And it's a great place to start with Mammoth, WVH, and Dirty Honey, as well as a lot of the bands that I talk about on the podcast and I interview constantly. So, yeah. Just a great experience. Concord Hall is a kick-ass venue, similar to the Vic, smaller than the Vic, but a great venue, nonetheless. Easy to get in and out of as well. Like a lot of theaters in Chicago, outside one's called The Radius. It has a lot of personality. It has a lot of you know history behind it. So, yeah. Check out Dirty Honey currently on tour. I think they're going to Europe next year or two as well. 
don't know if that's you know been, been announced, but they've been there before. I'm sure they'll go there again. Um, but yeah, great, great show. Dirty Honey at the Concord Hall with Austin Mead. On to November 15th at Reggie's. Reggie's Rock Club. Seeing Jared James Nichols, Cage Willis, and Pete's Diary with the legendary Pete Dangleson on guitar. Pete and his three-piece band, just absolutely amazing. They've got a new album coming out that was produced by Keith Nelson that should be dropping in the first or second quarter of next year. They play a lot of new songs from that album for the first time, I think. I don't know if they've played this stuff before, but it's the first time I heard it. And they all sound amazing. They really do. it. You can tell the difference from their first EP to this one in the songwriting, in the playing with each other. The band is getting tighter. I had the pleasure of having Pete play for my son at his graduation party in May after he graduated high school. And that was a great experience to see him there playing. And again, just absolutely delivers. He's a phenomenal guitar player. The band is absolutely phenomenal too as well. Um, I can't wait to see where these songs take this band because I think after this album is released, the, the band will, won't have the restrictions that may, they may have right now in terms of being able to go play places that maybe they can't at a certain time for, for a couple different reasons. But yeah, I think um, there's no, there's no limit to what this band can do. And it's got a great social media presence on Instagram. The songs are great. The songs are tight. I'm really excited to see where this band goes. Cage Willis, which was the second band up, did an amazing job. I had no idea he was from Southern Illinois, but we talked briefly after the show and I'm going to try to get him on for an interview here, maybe in December. Looking forward to that, but he put on a really good show. It's kind of similar to kind of bluesy southern rockish type of songs and and um just some really really cool stuff he did with covering a tesla song and doing some other cool things too as well so cage willis put on a great performance and then jared james nichols who i've seen a few times as well never disappoints an amazing guitar player amazing guitar player the guy finger picks he doesn't use a pick just absolutely blows you away with what he can do. One of the nicest people that you will meet and talk with in this business. He's engaging. He is friendly. He spends time with his fans after the show. He's just an amazing dude. And if you haven't seen him yet, you got to go see him. Blues-based, guitar-driven rock. If you're a guitar lover, if you're a guitar enthusiast, you have to go see Jared James Nichols, without a doubt, at some point. And I know he toured with the Winery Dogs. He posted that he was going to be doing something, or him and Richie Kotzen were talking about a project. If that happens, if that comes to fruition, that will blow my fucking mind. I don't know if I'll be able to ever leave the house again, because that music will be so good, I just want to listen to it nonstop. But his music's great. I think he's going to be touring Europe with Mr. Big, I want to say. I think it's Europe. So that'll be happening. That's a Billy Sheen, Winery Dogs, Jared James Nichols connection. And you get to see Paul Gilbert play too as well. If you're in Europe and you're listening, go see that show. Cause you're going to see two amazing guitar players with Paul and Jared James Nichols played for, you know, almost an hour and a half. 
again, engage with his fans afterwards. He's a great dude, great songs, great presence on stage. Uh, his album came out at the beginning of the year, which is just absolutely phenomenal. So if you haven't checked that out, please do so. But great performance at Reggie's Rock House by, by all three. Jared James Nichols, Cage Willis, Pete's Diary. Again, if he's got more tour dates coming up in the States, go check him out. You will not be disappointed. You have to go see Jared James Nichols. And then the final show this past Thursday on November 16th, Blackberry Smoke at the Genesee Theater in Waukegan, which is right around the Wisconsin border. And it's about 40 minutes outside of Chicago. Great theater. Love it. One of my favorite theater types have been kind of rejuvenated and refurbished in these downtown areas that's been happening, I think, across the country. But Chicago's got quite a few. The Chicago area's got quite a few outside of the city. You've got the Arcata in St. Charles. You've got Desplaines Theater and Desplaines, where I grew up. And you've got the Genesee. And you've got a few others. There's one in Oh, Aurora that I can't think of the name right now. And there's, I think the Rialto is in Joliet, I want to say. And it's the other one that I'm trying to remember that I can't think of off the top of my head. Uh, there's one in, um, in Rockford. There was the great one in, I think the Coronado in Belvedere, which is where I saw this. Next band I'm going to talk about that was destroyed in the tornado last year. And I don't know if they're going to redo it. I think it blew the roof off. And I think it, I forget what show it was that they, it was a show going on while the tornado was happening and it blew the roof off. And I think a person died as a result of it. And I'm trying to remember the name of the band and I can't, but getting back to my original point. These theaters kind of bring more life to these downtown areas of these suburbs in the Chicago area. And the Genesee Theater is a beautiful one. It's it's gorgeous. But the band that I want to talk about is Blackberry Smoke, which, in my opinion, is the premier live band in music right now. The best live band in music right now. They are pristine and perfect and not tracked at all. In fact, none of these bands, as far as I know, had any tracks going on during the show. None. It's all completely live. And Blackberry Smoke delivers. Every time I've seen Blackberry Smoke, they are better than the time before. They're just absolutely amazing. Charlie Starr, great vocalist, great guitar player, completely underrated. The Turner Brothers um, were great. Paul Jackson, who I've had on the show. I've had Charlie on the show, too. It was great. The, the whole band is phenomenal. Um, and they play for a good hour and a half, a little bit over. The crowd, again, every every show that I saw that I'm talking about in this episode, the crowd was so engaged and, and, and a part of the show, right? When you've got a crowd that is becomes a part of the show, it's such a great experience, you know, and I encourage people to get off their phones. I know I take a couple of videos, but I try to limit what I do in terms of the time that I spend videoing or or taking a video, I should say, and, and taking pictures. I don't want that to 
be my experience with this with this show or with any show but they just are so incredible man i always feel good coming out of any show but especially blackberry smoke they just do it right no frills they make it fun they you know charlie talks with the crowd they get better every time i see them and they are a band that i have to see every time they come in just and pretty much all the other artists I mentioned, too, I've got to go see. But I have to say, you guys know, we've been listening. I lost a good friend that I made through this podcast earlier this year in April, Crash Crafton, who uh, I couldn't help but think about during that show. Because I know he was a big fan of Blackberry Smoke. He had a good relationship with Britt Turner, who's the drummer. And the rest of the guys, too, as well, especially Britt, though. And I couldn't help but think of him. And he, and he kind of had a presence uh, with me during that show. Um, and I hope he was listening with me wherever he's at these days. Because we've done a few episodes about Blackberry Smoke. We did it about their Homecoming DVD and CD that they released. And I think we did another show, too, as well on the band too as well. The, the the legacy of Blackberry Smoke we may have done, or I think we did two shows about Blackberry Smoke, I want to say. So if you have a chance to check those out in some of the previous episodes, please do. But I missed you, Crash, and it would have been great to call you after the show and talk for a couple hours about it like we used to do. And I hope, uh, as I mentioned earlier this year, I hope you're at peace and I hope you're you're feeling better, finally. Um, miss you, miss talking with you. Again, if, if you have a chance to see Blackberry Smoke, as I mentioned with all these bands, go see them. You have to. Southern Rock Blues, good time rock and roll. Check out their music. You will not be disappointed. Um, not more I can say on that. Hope you enjoyed my thoughts on these shows that I have attended over the last few weeks in the month of November. I don't know how many shows I'm going to get to in December. I, I might go see Giassi in the early part of December. Um, but I got to check what else is going on. That might be the last one I do uh, for, for the month of December. I'm going to try to make it out to California for the LA Gun Show uh, on New Year's Eve, but I'm also anticipating... I got to have a couple of surgeries in the month of December. So that might cramp my style a little bit. I know LA Guns just announced they're coming to McHenry, Illinois, which is a little bit of ways outside, outside of Chicago, about, about, about a half hour, 40 minutes from where I live. Um, at this cool place called the Vixen, which is supposed to be an awesome place to play. So I plan on attending that, but December might be a bare month. I, mean, I think I might just go to one show, and if I fly out to California, I'll go out, go to the LA Gun Show. But hey, again, have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy music. Enjoy new music, new bands, new albums. Challenge yourselves to get a little bit outside the box, people. It it really matters. It matters to what's happening in music. If you listen, if you get your kids listen, and take your kids to rock shows. Don't be some fuddy-duddy who says, oh, I don't want them to experience there's drugs and everything like that. Listen, you think your kids are not going to be exposed to anything like that? They don't go to a rock show? 
They've got a phone. They've got a device in their hand where they can find anything on their phone, regardless if you put a parental block on things. They have ways to find it. So take them to a rock show. It'll change their life. It will. I did it for my son when he was five, taking him to see Butch Walker. And he's been in love with music ever since. He plays guitar. He's trying to get a band while he's at college in Old Miss. I hope he does. But he loves music. And he loves the physical copies of music. He loves vinyl. He loves CDs. He loves new bands. He loves classic bands. Take your kid to a rock concert. You will give them an experience they will never forget. And when they see a crowd and the band interacting with each other and that whole environment, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. So if you're asking yourself, how come my kids don't like rock music? There's no good rock bands. First of all, the fact that they don't like rock music is your fault. It is because you haven't taken them to a rock show. Okay. And the second thing is there's even you say there's no good new rock bands, you are 100% incorrect on that. Absolutely incorrect. Like I said at the beginning, just because something isn't popular doesn't mean it's good. Stop being lazy. Get off your ass. Go to a rock and roll show. Go listen to these new bands and engage your kids with it too as well. And even if they tell you they don't like it, I guarantee you, if you keep playing it, they're going to like it. They're going to start listening. Okay. And don't pressure them because it's dad's music or mom's music or their parents' music. Just play it in the background. Just play it. I told the, the, the story about my son when he was three or four. He got in the car. I was picking him up from his mom's and he's singing Lady Gaga poker face. And I asked him, like, what are you singing, buddy? And he's like, poker face. And I went, I got to change that. I can't have this happen. I can't have him listening to pop music, even though Lady Gaga is an amazing singer. Okay. It's not the path I wanted for my son. So I started just playing my music in the car. And I started out with stuff like Pete Yorn, Brendan Benson, singer-songwriters, Butch Walker. Those are the kind of three. That, and Lucero, which is this great band from Memphis, by the way. Fantastic band. Those are like the four that I really started playing for him in the car. And that sparked his interest, especially Pete Yorn, Brendan Benson. I think the Pete Yorn song that he liked was... um uh, Life on a Chain and Social Development Dance, the Brendan Benson song. Oh, what was it? Um, oh, man. I can't remember the song from Brendan Benson, but, you know, the Butch Walker stuff like State Line and She Likes Hair Bands, Trash Day, Pretty Melody, all that stuff was part of his younger days and it's carried on to even now where he still listens to that stuff and he listens to his own bands and the classic rock bands that we know and love so take my advice just go and do it you won't regret it have a happy thanksgiving everyone thank you again i'm so thankful for all of you who listened who support the show who dm me on twitter facebook or instagram all the great guests that i've had on this whole year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I appreciate all of you so much. I love all of you so much. I hope next year is just as good as this year. We still got a little bit more than a month left of this year, but uh, I'm excited 
for some of the things that are going to be happening in the coming year. And I'm excited for this year, looking back on the guests that I've had and the shows that we've done. But take care of each other. Eat, eat lots of turkey, lots of stuffing. We'll talk soon. Thanks. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.